0: You know, this has become one of our most anticipated segments by a lot of people. Yes. Um, You know, that when we go out, we're speaking or at events or a lot of texts and emails we get. It's like, I look forward to that segment mm-hmm. you do. Uh, and people
1: are consistently watch it. They want to know what is going on because that's a concern with everybody's finances.
0: We try and do it. There's, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the economy and some of them are dark and bad and all that doom and gloom. But we wouldn't even do this segment if we didn't have hope that's attached right. to it. Something actionable yep. that you could do. So we have mm-hmm. a guy that not just one of these... Guys, around are with one PhD.
1: Yeah, not just one.
0: That's, we, the, yeah. The times are too dire. We need two <laughs> minimums. We have Dr. Dr. Kirk
1: Elliott. Yay!
2: Dr. Dr. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to stop it too because I'm not getting a third. As <laughs> cool if the second one sounded at the time, it was rough and it's like, man. That's a lot of work to get those PhDs, right? So so we're cutting it cutting you're it done. Off too. But if but oh. if you do, we'll just keep
0: adding it because I have a personal belief that you need every every PhD you get, and needs to be represented. So yes. if you get a third one, it'll be Dr. Doctor, doctor. Doctor,
1: Doctor, Doctor Kirk, doctor, Kirk for sure. and,
0: and uh we'll just keep going.
1: Well, I'll just tell you this. We are so thankful. I know it was a huge sacrifice because you already had a full-time job, you're married, you had children. I mean, it was a lot to get these two PhDs, but we are so thankful that you did that because honestly, everything that you did leading up to now has put you in a position that you can help all of us. But coming from a place um, where there's peace, you you know what's going on, but there's always hope because everything is grounded in God. And it's absolutely amazing. So we are so thankful for the two PhDs that you did get.
2: Well, it's hope. Yep, I mean, that's what the gospel is all about is, is hope, right? And and here's where in, in today's world, you know, it, we this is so amplified. It, it truly is because, you know, there's the passage of scripture that says hope deferred makes a heart sick. Mm-hmm. Well, this is truly people have lost hope because we've got politicians that are fighting. We've got factions fighting against factions. We've got people that hate everybody else for every reason under the sun. And it's like, it's just heavy, right? It's mm-hmm. just like. And people have lost hope that we can even overcome and and let alone survive. Right. But I want to tell everybody, you don't have to settle for surviving. We can thrive. And this is part of what we do is is we try person by person by person to reinstill that sense of hope. You know, we do it with your finances. But you know what? That's that's a way to start because once okay. you've got that yeah. part sorted up, you're going to feel more confident about other stuff and about talking to your neighbor about politics and about religion and about all these other things where people have truly lost hope. And, and that's how a democratic Republic ends, right? Mm -hmm. There's a cycle of democracy, right? As you, as you cycle through it, you know, first you have great hope as, as you like, if you look back at the history of our country, you know, our our ancestors fled Europe because of religious persecution. What did they do? They fought. They fought the revolutionary war. They, they fought hard. They, we won. Mm -hmm. And then that created a foundation of success and, Mm -hmm. and courage abundance and, but abundance and prosperity generally lead to apathy. And once you have too long of a cycle of apathy, that leads back to dependence. Right. And so it's this cycle that we're in. And right now, And it was dependence that caused us to want to reach out to actually start new, again, way back in the day, right? So it's this cycle that keeps going around. And right now, we are in this dependency stage. We're Mm -hmm. dependent on the government for everything. And we're moving towards central bank digital currency, which actually will make us completely 100% dependent on the government. because they're the ones that control the purse strings. They're the ones that can tell you if you can either, either buy or sell, right? Yep. So they're forced compliance into their system, right? And so this is this world where people have lost hope, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of, like this week was a big week for reports that came out. A lot of housing stuff came mm-hmm. out. You had, oh, what did you have? You had the MBA mortgage applications number, new new home sales, consumer confidence came out this week. Personal income, personal spending, pending home sales, personal savings rate—you know, boom—it's like this all-out onslaught of bad news because reports, <laughs> you know, they're, they're not good, and the not ones good. that even do look kind of good, it's because they're fudging the numbers, right? Because we're not living in a good economy right now under Biden's economy, mm-hmm. right? So. So you've got these problems, right? And these problems are being exacerbated by, by a lot of things that, that we're seeing. So, so in housing, you know, I want to talk a little bit about housing today because the housing market, as bad as these numbers look, they are going to get worse. And I hate to be a prophet of gloom and doom, but it's just a function of math. You've got lowering wages, you've got rising interest rates, and you've got rising inflation. People can't spend as much and banks have no money to lend out. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. oh, my work why would you think combination. that that's actually going to do okay. So so there's this report on zero hedge you know talking about here's the, here's the the headline we scrambled and spoke with well over 100 banks well not one will provide financing. What are wow. they talking about? So in this report they're talking about the lending freeze by banks for for construction loans. They're not lending out money for new construction, right? Because they're afraid they're not even gonna that these home buyer builders right now that get this construction loans, that they're not gonna be able to pay off their loan. Because they don't get the construction loan, doesn't get paid off until you sell the house. Well, houses now are coming down day after day after day after day as, as interest rates rise and people can't afford them. So even the amount that you would give on a construction loan. Once you eat up the margin that the construction company would use to pay their bills and everything else, well, now you're you're digging into equity. So the lending freeze in new construction mm-hmm. is one to to actually probably make the economy sell and the market sell more pending home sales to make that lumber, number look good. But they're also banks are banks. They're in the business to make money. They're afraid that they're not going to get paid is is really the bottom line which is why there's a lending freeze on new construction there's also a lending freeze on home equity lines of credit so people who are going to have to tap into their home equity lines or even get one to try to get through this dark time in our economy they can't get that either because banks don't have any money see this is this is the wild and crazy world that we're living in right now where banks have this catch-22 they're in the business of lending money. It's how they make money. Well, actually, they're in the business of using your money to invest themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. Have, right. But but one of the ways that they make money is by lending money. But they can't because they don't have any money. Right? right. So so here's the problem, which is why even Jamie Dimon at JPMorgan Chase says, you know, the the economy is this rising interest rates is, is going to undress. Is his exact words. Problems in the economy. Right. As we move forward and what that undressing that people that carry debt are going to be pinched even more, and banks mm. will run out of money. Be more bank runs and more bank failures. So, so, but have no fear, right? The government has a plan, right? So, oh no. So, okay, yeah. So this is one of the <laughs> dumbest plans that I think I've ever seen in, in a long, long time. I mean, it's wildly dumb. So, so Biden has oh, this no. plan. It's going to cost home buyers with good credit. Um, more money to get to get their their mortgages so to me this is I mean literally I'm calling it what it is it's like racial profiling it's social reengineering is is what it is because if you look okay generally caucasian households have and according to this article white communities the average credit score was 727 Hispanic communities 667 and black communities 627. These are the credit scores. The average credit scores. This are is this is, yeah. yeah, this is
1: Newsweek. Yeah, Newsweek article.
2: This is Newsweek, right? This is a Newsweek. So they these are the demographics of of the country that we're living in. So, what is the Biden stupid plan? Well, he wants to basically have people with good credit. Let's call it seven hundred or more. They didn't actually say that number, but just knowing market, you know, knowing banks like I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, seven hundred. is Considered a relatively good credit score, so people who have a good credit score add sixty dollars a month to their to their mortgage payment, so they can give loans to people that have lower credit scores. Oh okay, my so, gosh! I mean, so imagine it's like okay, if banks want to give loans to people with low credit scores because they then then have the banks
1: pay for it. Yeah, they're Don't penalizing have- people that have done well.
2: Yeah. So so here's the the idiocy and lunacy of this plan is it's going to squeeze out the the people, you know, in the in the kind of middle income America plan that are just kind of they can afford a house. But boy, it's a stretch. Right. So now they're going to cause them to not even purchase a home. Right. And the ones that are getting a home don't necessarily have good enough credit to actually maintain a home. This is two thousand and nine. All over. That's what it sounds like. The lending practices
0: uh, before the collapse.
2: Yeah. When people got loans that shouldn't have gotten loans, that was the subprime lending crisis that was caused all of 2009. Mm -hmm. This is what they're doing yet again. So one of the politicians in in this article, I can't remember who it was basically said, you know, uh, Oh, it was Larry. I think it was Larry Summers um, possibly at basically economic advisor to presidents. Right. He says, you can't just give a single one-time handout, right? Because what what will that do? Oh, it's Larry Kudlow. not Larry Summers. Larry Kudlow says, you know, you can't, if you give people a one-time benefit, well, then ongoing, they're going to actually be behind the eight ball. You can't just give somebody one thing once. You're going to have to give it to them over and over and oh over and over again. To be able to afford it. Right. So, so this is why they're taking money from people that have good credit to give it to people who have bad credit. And they're basically saying all of you have worked really hard, created a good FICO credit score for Mm -hmm. yourself, paid your bill. You're going to have to pay for the people who haven't. The banks aren't going to do that. The banks don't have any money. So we're going to make you do it right to me. This is social Mm reengineering. And this is actually kind of class warfare. is is what it is. It's a great equalizer, right? They want everybody to be equal, but this is going to create mayhem in the markets and it's going to cause more mortgage failures because people who are getting mortgages shouldn't. This is what caused the 2009 crisis, right? So, but yet this is their plan. This is their plan to sell more houses and, and, and boost the housing market is to give people with bad credit a little bit better of a credit score and the ones who have a good credit score charge Damn. them more to get a house. I mean, just lunacy. I mean, it this is, is so crazy.
0: And, and the thing is, it probably will work initially. And they'll get the results they want. They're going to have increased sales, more transactions. You know, I mean, it, it'll it'll solve the problem short term, which is probably what they're looking at coming into an election year. When,
1: when, do, when do the people with the great credit scores that have worked their... Batuski's off to be like, okay, I'm going to pay my bills on time. and make sure I have a really good credit score. When do they say, hey, wait a second here? Why am I being being penalized for doing something right? No,
0: it's easy. You just miss a payment right before you go in for your loan.
1: There you go. So you have a, a, a lower credit score. Yeah.
0: That's what you got to do to well, make it in this, America.
2: So this Newsweek article made it into a racial thing, right? It's like, okay, these these you know different segments of society, the Hispanics and the blacks, have these lower credit scores. It's like, no. It's people can have bad credit. It doesn't matter no. what race or nationality are. People can have bad credit, but they made it. They made it racial, right? Mm-hmm. Is is what they did. And so now, if you're against this plan, now you're you're, you're going to be classified as a racist. It's it's simply a matter of people. I don't care what race or religion or political mm-hmm. side of the fence you're on. If you can afford a home, get one. If you can't afford a home, you shouldn't get right. one. Right. This this is what it's all about. But this is not what politics is all about. Politics is about division, not unification. Mm -hmm. And this one bill is very divisive just by the way that they're messaging it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like you're not in favor of this. You don't you don't like minorities in this country. You're racist right? You, wow. you need to be in favor of this. I mean, this is what this is going to, I can almost guarantee and it. And you bring the kind of Which ideology
0: pretty- into something that's as clear and, and, and accurate as economics. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like insurance companies and people like that, like the actuarial departments, they do the math on this stuff. They need hey, people to have this credit score tend to make their payments. If you have this credit score, you tend to not to, you know, a 20 year old boy buying a motorcycle is going to be a risk. Mm-hmm. A 20 year old girl you know, it's like, well, that's, you're discriminating men. No, it's just, there's not a lot of those fail videos on YouTube, you know, where some guys like here, hold my beer. I can jump off the roof into the swimming pool. Like mm-hmm. they, they do. There's a reason these things exist, you know, and it, there, and there
2: it, is, and
0: you can, and you get, it should get a loan. When you get a loan, it should be completely blind of race. It should be based on. Qualifications, But it
1: doesn't have anything to do with race. So I know there's African-Americans that have a 700 score and higher. Patrick Mahomes here in Kansas
0: City is a brand new home.
1: Yeah, there's Hispanics that He's have a there. 700 score and higher. There's Caucasian that have a 700 score. So it's hurting everyone that has a 700 score everyone. or higher. Everyone.
2: Everyone across the board. And, and it's this, this a great equalizing moment that the government and their, their social reengineering of our society thinks this is going to be great on getting votes. And we can create more race and more class warfare than what we already had. This is, this is how politicians get power is by creating know. this. Right. So, so this is, this is how I see it. But, but there's one step further where my mind went with this as well. It's like this social re-engineering, this, this uh, social credit score is going to be tied to your digital social profile moving forward with central bank digital currency coming. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, Oh, you, You are actually a racist or you're you're against people of different, not just ethnicities, but different religions, different politics, different genders. Right. Different everything. See, this is just one way of them actually putting your social credit scoring system into place here. It's like, well, we're going to charge you more in this credit debit system that's coming from central banks. It's mm-hmm. like, this is this is all part of it. It's all mm-hmm. part of the re-engineering of the world. And I'm telling you this, it is not going to work. It's going to be a colossal fail because people who get a loan shouldn't get a loan,
1: mm-hmm. right? And
2: people who, who've worked really hard that should get a better rate are now going to be charged more. Right? Right? I mean, this is, this is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, rewarded I mean, behavior gets look-
0: repeated. And if you want, if, you know when you're rewarding the things that don't produce growth and stability long-term, you've got more defaults, Mm -hmm. you know, and and those challenges. But again, they're probably doing a smart thing for their own benefit when you're 18 months from an election. Mm -hmm. Because the major catastrophe of this probably won't fall during Biden's four-year term.
1: Well, you also have to look at, you know, does it change anything as as far as like... um, the, the voting and being in certain areas that they weren't getting votes before that they're now trying to get votes for. So if they do something like this, they're getting these people into certain areas that now they're going to get votes in those areas that they weren't getting them before.
2: Yeah. It has everything to do with that. Right. But at least in my opinion, it Mm -hmm. certainly does. But I mean, this is so dumb. It's like, if you, if you were to put it in different words, it's like, let's say we're talking about health and people's weight right it's like okay mm-hmm. people who are thin and athletic we're going to charge them more for their food people right. who are obese really have a weight problem we're going to charge them less i mean that's yeah. exactly what we are doing but on on mm-hmm. the housing mm-hmm. front, yep. it's like this makes zero sense mm-hmm. it is not going to fix a problem it is going to worsen mm-hmm. an already existing problem right which is a problem that they created by printing money out of thin air creating inflation and raising rates so people can't afford to buy houses I mean, this is...
0: We've just got to be out of that system, though. we got to be out of the fiat system and protect ourselves from that. We need to be
1: charging these politicians more money for their homes. That's what we need to be doing. The ones that cause the problem should be the one paying.
2: Yes, they should. They absolutely (laughs) should. But you know what? Now you're talking sense and you're talking reason. (laughs) It's like you you can't do that, Stacey. Not when you're talking about politics. You can't be the voice of reason. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so how do we protect ourselves against this crazy administration and what they're putting out there? Because they are absolutely crazy. What do we do to protect ourselves?
2: So well, this is going to kill the housing market. When the housing market gets slaughtered, stock market, bond market, go with it, right? I mean, this is all, and and people aren't going to be able to sell their stuff. I mean, it's just going to be bad. So, so what we do is like, okay, what actually is thriving during times like this? Gold and silver are right. So this is our, our to use a stupid term, it's our silver lining to this storm cloud, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is is you should invest into something that's growing, and in different times throughout history, there's different things, right? So right now it happens to be silver,
1: mm-hmm.
2: maybe it's gold, maybe it's stocks, maybe it's bonds, right? Depending, depending on the policies that come out of D.C. tells us what a safe and prudent allocation into any asset would be. Well, right now, because there's zero good policies coming out of D.C., gold and silver thrive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They, just, they just thrive. Right. So it's like not, it's not that I'm against any asset class. I'm not against stocks. I'm not against bonds. I'm not against real estate. I'm not against any of them. But boy, I sure am for right now on some Mm -hmm. of them, because our goal as wise and prudent investors is to buy low and sell high, minimize risk, maximize return. Where that is right now, because of the policies coming out of D.C., points, all fingers are pointing towards silver.
1: Mm hmm. It's a way to protect yourself. And you Flyover Family, you go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page. When you scroll down at the bottom, there's a place that you can fill out your information. When you do that, it puts you um, in line for somebody from Dr. Kirk's team to get a hold of you, to answer your questions, to help you to walk through this process. And it's absolutely free. It's going to help you be able to sleep at night knowing, okay, I've gotten myself out of this crazy system. Don't wait. Do it today, or you can call 720-605-3900. We're so thankful that we yeah. have, every month, we're consistently doing something to protect ourselves, and we're thankful for you, Dr. Kirk. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances?
0: You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit
2: wow. the, the
0: jacket the shirt the belt shoes the whole bit today that 20 bill what's going to get you
1: <laughs> Not much. maybe the
0: socks maybe a handkerchief <laughs> but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in america that's the difference that's what inflation does to your dollar it's a deflating dollar caused by inflation now today that's happening faster than ever you need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's gonna keep you safe.
1: And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years and he's someone we completely trust.